What is up, my sweet friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Life Coach Baker podcast. Today we're talking about the big B word, business. Maybe you are someone who has an idea for a business. Maybe you've just gotten started or maybe you're starting to really hash out the details or maybe you have a passion project that you're really wanting to go full force in or maybe you have an idea for a side hustle that you want to just explore more. This episode is for you because we're going to talk about how to start a business as a perfectionist. And I guess the word that's missing there is as a recovering perfectionist because spoiler alert, friends. You cannot live into your perfectionistic tendencies and own a business that makes you happy. And that is doing good into the world. I'm going to tell you, obviously, why I learned that the hard way. (laughs) But I want to tell you first off the bat that your perfectionistic mind does not have to come on this journey with you. You are allowed to leave it at the door. Yeah, it might come up to the party or knock on the door and say, hey, remember me? Remember all the fun times we had together? And you might start to have like the I will remember you moment where you like start to think about all the all the times that perfectionism, you know, felt so good. <laughs> Never. <laughs> but or, or maybe it felt so safe is a better word. But t- trust me on this. When you are starting a business, the best habit that you can create off the back is to, the best habit that you can create off the bat is to leave that perfectionism mind at the door. And here we're going to dive into exactly how to do that. Welcome to the Life Coach Baker podcast. I'm Nicole Baker, life coach for perfectionists who want to set goals and actually follow through with them. I went to my first personal development seminar at the age of one. Yes, I was quite literally born into this industry. But by 15, I started to implement this mindset mumbo jumbo I'd heard so much about and it worked. As a recovering perfectionist myself, I've been able to set goals that are way out of my comfort zone and achieve them by doing things imperfectly, without self-judgment and without the fear of their opinions. And now I help others to do the same. So if you are capital D done feeling like a hostage to this a-hole called perfectionism, then this show is for you. My goal is for you to leave each episode with tactical action steps that you can start to implement in your life now. I may be in my 20s. I may have the voice of a sassier Cinderella, but I've been doing this personal development-ish since I was a toddler. So let's dive in. So first, before we start, let me tell you about what it was like starting my own business. And to be honest, I didn't know I was a perfectionist when I started it. I didn't know that I had these major overachiever tendencies and these incredible people pleaser need need always. I didn't know that I had that. And starting a business, I was wondering why I couldn't seem to get started. I had the idea for my business. I've told the story a few times, but I'll tell you the Reader's Digest version. I had the idea for my business when I was at a seminar. And I was an actor for many, many years. And I was going to the seminar and I was actually at, it was the opening weekend of 
a musical in which I was the lead character and it was the first lead that I'd had in a long time and I was so grateful for. I had spent so much energy manifesting it and it was so exciting to finally have it. And I was at the seminars during the day and I would go to the show at night. And which I don't recommend for any actors, by the way, because you have to scream and yell at seminars and it's because it's part of the conditioning and it helps your neurology thing. I'll spare you the science behind it. But basically when you scream and yell, it creates a further conditioning of what you're experiencing at the seminar and helps you create a bigger impact further down the line. And I was having to mimic all the sounds like soundlessly. I was having to like engage my body as it was. And so I don't recommend this because I still lost my voice anyway. And I was a musical theater kid. It was great. But I was in the middle of an exercise where the speaker was asking us, okay, close your eyes and vision your dream life, financial freedom, your dream career, whatever it is, three years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. And in my head, I was like, okay, well, I'm an actor, so I have my equity card. I'm a part of the um, AEA. I am being called into auditions. It's my full-time job. Um, and it felt like that in my head. It literally felt like, ugh, whatever. Like, I guess this is what I'm supposed to say because I've been doing this for forever. And I guess this is what it's supposed to sound like. And this is what you're supposed to do as an actor. And then the, the speaker asked us to... It was so simple. He asked us to fully step into the moment, fully step into this dream life and engage your body and physically step forward. And I did. And like a like swipe of the screen, that whole life that was just meh in my mind was swiped away. And in its place was this coaching life where I was coaching people one-on-one. I was speaking at seminars. I was writing books. I was hosting podcasts. I was getting to connect with people on a deeper level. I was getting to change their life with the tools and the knowledge that I knew. And I would have people come up to me and say, oh my goodness, this amazing story just happened. And I would cry with them and celebrate and blah, blah, blah. And since that moment, I was like, I can't have anything else but this life. I need that life. That is what I'm meant to do. That's what I was here for. My whole body lit up. So you'd think that immediately I started my business, right? No. In fact, I still went on auditions for several months afterward. But it felt so wrong. So wrong. And I would cry and I would say, this doesn't feel good. I don't know what to do. And I would say, what if I just started my business? What if I just started it? And I was like, well, in order to start a business as a coach, I need to have 10,000 Instagram followers. I need to already be a multi-million dollar professional speaker. I need to have an amazing website designed by the best people in the world. I need to have four courses and I need to have the most amazing coaching program in the world. Yeah, that's a high-ass pedestal I put on myself. Do you think that made me want to start my business? No! It made me terrified and it made me cling to what I knew, which was acting. And it wasn't until I finally had a no more, I'm done, enough is enough moment. I see that life. I called to this life. What if I just take a step forward? And that week, 
that week that I had that question, what if I just take a step forward? A life coach who actually did some business stuff in as well, like business coaching as well, came into my life. And I immediately was like, you, I need to work with you. She was, um, she's amazing. She's actually still my life coach to this day. Um, she's such an intuitive person. She's really worked on me to help me slow down, to be honest. And it's been amazing. Um, and we started, we started getting things in order and started putting one foot in front of the other. And I still had this notion of I need to be the perfect coach. It needs to be exceptional. It needs to be, if I'm making a worksheet, it needs to be the best worksheet you've ever seen. And it made me terrified to reach out to potential clients, to potential people, because I was like, well, it's not good enough yet. So why would they buy from me? And that thinking, that line of thinking halted my business for months. I will honestly maybe even say a year. It was so detrimental. And then I was like, well, I just need to learn how to launch. I just need to learn how to launch a program. And then I'll be fine. Then I'll be amazing. Then I'll be the best coach ever. And I was in a launching group with um, some amazing women who I'm actually still friends with to this day. But then my mindset didn't show up to the party. My mindset was like, well you're not as good as these other people, so why would people buy from you? Why even bother? If it's not going to be the perfect launch, if it's not going to have all the perfect elements of everything that a launch needs, marketing, strategy, how you talk to people, blah, 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 then what's the point? So I put a huge amount of pressure on myself and I burned out hard. So hard, in fact, that I didn't launch anything for months because I was so hurt by it. I was like, this is an an awful experience. I don't like this. I feel icky. I feel exhausted. I feel like this isn't meant for me. And then I realized the biggest portion that was missing was not the strategy. I had the strategies. I had the strategies on how to be an amazing coach. I I literally grew up learning from some of the best minds in the coaching industry. I knew how to launch. I knew how to sell, but I wasn't doing it because my mindset didn't show up to the party. My mindset was still in, well, it's not perfect, so therefore you're not enough. So the biggest piece of advice, and I wish, I wish honestly I had someone talking about starting a business as a perfectionist, as a recovering perfectionist when I was first starting because it was the most halting thing for my career. Now, obviously, I've fully, fully, fully stepped out of that and we'll talk about why and how I did that in a second. But I'll tell you the biggest thing that helped me was getting a coach that helped me put into perspective that I was putting so much pressure on myself and helped me chunk it down, release that pressure, and move forward. So for you, for you who is looking to start a business, for you who is maybe wanting to start your passion project or go full on, or maybe you're feeling stuck and maybe you just have this idea and you're like, I don't know how to make this a thing. What do I do? 
please hear me on this. Step one is start so, so, so small. Here's what I mean by that. When we first think like, okay, well, I'm going to start a business, that means I need a website. Okay, so I just need to make a website. Great. That's probably something you might want to do eventually, depending on your business. But making a website is not a to-do list item. That's a goal in itself. That's a huge undertaking. So by starting so, so small, here's what I mean. Chunk your bigger tasks or bigger goals down into things that you can literally do in one sitting. Make it so simple for your brain where you read your to-do list and you're like, I know every single thing that I need to do in order to make that website happen. I need to research platforms that I might want to host my website on and pick three that I enjoy. There's one. I need to sign up for my favorite one and register my domain. Great, that's two. I need to map out what I want my website pages to be. I need to have a button that says, book a call with me or buy now or um, learn more, whatever that looks like for you. I need to write the about me page. Do you see what I'm doing? I'm getting so granular. And actually, even before the about me page, I would add in, I need to research three people who have a business like mine or three people who have who inspire me and look at their websites. What do they have? Research three people and write down everything that you like. Then look at their about me pages. What do they include? What stands out to you? What makes you feel excited? Doing research on what makes you feel excited will, by the way, make it easier for you to talk to your ideal client down the line. But what I'm saying here is start with small, tiny tasks that you can do no matter what. Make it so easy for your brain that it doesn't even have to do any thinking when it comes up to that task. If I looked at a task and I said, oh, I just need to build my website today, my brain would be like, no, (laughs) that sounds horrible. I don't want to do all of that work. That sounds intimidating and overwhelming and I don't want to do it. But if I approached my to-do list and I said, okay, today I am researching three website hosting platforms and making a list of things I like or ones that I like, great, I can totally do that. That's so easy. When you are putting unrealistic expectations on yourself, AKA, I'll just make a website this week, you will burn out or you will not start. To be honest, there's no in between. When you chunk it down though, when you get really granular, when you get really specific on what you need to do, then you're able to start. Number two, eliminate any comparison that can appear. Here's what I mean by that. When I was first starting, I was looking at all the coaches who had 100,000, 10,000, 1 million followers who were making seven figures over and over and over again, who were um, talking as if it was so easy and who were blah, blah, blah. And I decided that that meant that since I wasn't already at their level, that meant I wasn't enough. Who's done this? Be honest. And it halted 
it halted so many things. First of all, it halted my progress. It halted my motivation to get after it. And it also completely screwed me with how I showed up as a coach on my marketing. It was so, I, I was already, I had already decided that since I wasn't at their level, there was no point. And so here's my advice to you. Make a decision that whenever you see someone who is maybe making more money or who is already full-time or who is um, able to talk and market and whatever it is so easily or who is already, you know, has all the programs or who has already written the books or who has already made the products, who has already insert here. Look at them and decide that that means because they've done it, you can too. Rather than allowing it to be comparison, allow it to be inspiration. When I made that switch, when I decided that instead of looking at business coaches or life coaches or whatever coaches and seeing their level and saying, oh, fuck, well, because they're there, I can't do it, obviously, (laughs) which makes no sense. I decided to say, because they've done it, that just means it's so possible for me to. What can I learn from them? And sometimes, by the way, the what can I learn from them is, oh, they did that that way. You know, I don't know if I'd want to do it that way. So I learned how I don't want to show up. Or I learned how I don't want to speak to my ideal clients. Or I learned, hey, that's a really cool strategy. Let me try that. Instead of comparing myself to them, I allowed myself to be a student of theirs, whether they knew it or not. And that was so inspiring. It kept me moving forward. But it wasn't until I made that decision that that was what I was going to believe when I saw it. And let me be frank, there was a few times at the beginning that whenever I saw like someone being extra super amazing making seven figures, I saw that and I would say, oh, man, that's, uh, I want to do that. And then I would say, no, no, you've made a decision to change what that means. And then I look at that and I say, you're right. How can I learn from this human? And sometimes I look at them and I'm just like, oh, it just made me easier to visualize. It just made it easier to visualize the dream life that I want because I just saw someone living it. I can now just put myself in their place. You guys know how big I am on visualization. But making a decision to leave comparison at the door, which is the life suck of your mindset as a business owner. Whether you are just having a side hustle, which is awesome, or whether you're wanting a full-time, full-fledged business, which is awesome. Leave comparison at the door. If this episode's resonating with you, you might be a great fit for my new one-on-one business coaching program. I help recovering perfectionists just like you get unstuck, get into action, and start creating the business that you're dreaming of. 
You just got to get out of your own way first. If you want more information about the program, go ahead and send me an email at hello at lifecoachbaker.com to set up a free 30-minute business discovery call where we'll talk about your business, what's keeping you stuck, and how coaching might be able to help you get there. And yes, you will definitely leave with some action steps no matter what. Set up your free 30-minute discovery call by sending me an email at hello at lifecoachbaker.com with the subject line one-on-one business coaching. Now back to the episode. Number three, and this is one that I will say a lot of entrepreneurs, no matter the level, have different opinions on and have different levels of mastery at, which is setting up boundaries. What makes you exhausted? You might not know yet what makes you exhausted as a business owner, but trust me, you'll find out because no matter who you are, I don't care. There is not a single human being on earth who is energized by every single element of their business and that's okay. But ask yourself, what makes you exhausted? Can you delegate it? Can you spend less time on it? Can you not do it? Just because someone else is doing it doesn't mean you have to. What makes you feel energized? How can you do more of that? rather than the things that make you feel totally depleted. Setting those boundaries, saying that you don't need to do it all, you can either delegate or just not do it or spend less time on it. I'll tell you, one of the things that used to drain the crap out of me was researching hashtags, was researching how to... um, boost social media stuff. It it drained me. I was like, I feel so exhausted five minutes after starting to research this stuff. So what did I do? I hired someone to do it for me. And she's amazing. She's so good at it. I don't have to touch it anymore. And it's the best because now I'm able to spend that time on things that are helping my clients, things that are helping future clients, things are nurturing my communities. I get to record more podcasts, which I love doing. I was so diligent on this makes me exhausted. I don't have to do it. And that is something I wish I learned so much earlier in my business. It would have saved me so much time and so much lack of energy. (laughs) But if you start with some boundaries, even so much as, oh, I noticed that this makes me feel drained. How can I do less of it? That will change your energy as a CEO and a business owner. I don't care if you are a solopreneur. I don't care if you have made one sale. I don't care if you've made no sales. You are a CEO. You can totally adopt that CEO mindset now. And let me tell you, it feels damn good. I have an alarm in my phone that says, how can I fully show up as a CEO right now that goes off every day and every day I'm reminded hmm I fully stop in the moment and I say how can I fully show up as a CEO right now and I do something something that's maybe been on my mind something that's maybe been scaring me but I think I'm a CEO my CEO mindset isn't scared of that or is scared of that and does it anyway having that reminder is so important. And then last but not least, number four, I hired a coach. Point blank. I hired a coach. If you are someone who is looking to get their business off the ground, who is looking to start 
and you can't seem to get out of your own head or you can't seem to get unstuck on this one thing or you can't seem to release this need to be so perfect on the first try, please reach out to me. I'm happy, I'm so happy to book a free 30-minute call with you where we'll discuss your business, what's keeping you stuck, and how I might be able to help. And honestly, even if you are like, you know what, this isn't the right time, you will still leave that call with action steps to go forward. I hate, with a burning, fiery passion, hard sales calls. They make my skin crawl. My goal in life is to never make someone feel like that, and I've done a pretty damn good job at it. My clients are amazing and I nurture them whether they are on their discovery call or whether we're six months into working together. I care about you and starting your business and building your dream life. Don't let the fear of, oh no, I'm going to be sold to. Don't let the fear of that halt you from taking a step in your business that might create the life that you're wanting to live. You guys have heard me talk about um, closing your eyes and visualizing your dream life a year from now. If that involves having your own income, if that involves having a side hustle, if that involves creating something, please reach out to me. I'm happy to be your business partner, hand in hand, trudging through the early steps of the mud with you because that shit honestly energizes me so much. I think it's so, so fun. And I wish I had had someone who linked arm in arm with me and was like, let's have some fun together at the very beginning. I would have saved so much time. I would have saved so much money, so much time, so much energy. Seriously, this is a huge thing. And I would not be saying this to you if I was not also investing in myself with both a business coach and a life coach. So I know investing in yourself is scary. And honestly, I still get the heebie-jeebies sometimes when I am investing in something new. But I know how much it's going to help me down the line. And I'm not investing for myself right now. I'm investing for her. I'm investing for the woman I'm going to be three, four, five months down the road because of this person, because this person helped me, because this person took their decades worth of knowledge and turned it into my days. I have tried everything at the beginning of a business. (laughs) I've tried doing it alone. I've tried working with someone who super wasn't great for me. I tried working with someone who was incredible and I obviously saw the most success with them. But this is stuff that I love. So please, if you are someone who is like, I can't seem to get out of my own head, send me an email at hello at lifecoachbaker.com. I would love to set up a free 30-minute call with you. But I hope you guys took something out of this episode, whether it's setting up a call with me or whether it's figuring out what your first few steps are, chunking it down. Remember, we talked about the website. Whether it's something, or maybe it's leaving comparison at the door or setting up those boundaries right now. I hope you took something out of this episode because this is such an exciting part of life, starting your own business. If this episode was helpful for you, please, can you think of someone who's maybe thought of starting their own business, who is in the first few weeks of it, who is wanting to start a side hustle? Send this episode to them. Share the knowledge, share the wealth. And also, if you share this on social media, tag me. I would love to repost it. I would love to send you a DM loving you eternally. 
and I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Coach Baker podcast. Now, don't forget to go and get your free five-day mindset makeover by going to lifecoachbaker.com or by clicking the link in the show notes. Until then, I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.